Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody. Welcome to episode 52 of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. It is Susie here. Yeah, celebrations all around. You're supposed um, to say hello. Yeah, that's right. Where were you? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Damn, I lost the job. All right, but anyway, it is episode 52. And for this special recording, and it's special because it just happened. You know, we can never plan these things. So, you know bit of impromptu mm. yeah so well the unplanned recording i don't know what it is but anyway um it's more designed around the theme of a new game that's come out you might have heard of it maybe Dead or alive five ultimate no it's no oh. that <laughs> it's another game with five in the name it's got five in the name, but even my mother has oh, heard so of this Also, not the One game. Direction game with five people. No. Oh. Number, number five. <laughs> <laughs> number five is alive. Like five, like the boy band that actually now have four members. Yeah, so... they're playing at the Eaton Hill Hotel in fucking oh, no. Brisbane. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why is there only four fucking people in this picture? <laughs> Is the band called Four with the F being a four now? A four. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Great. Um, I'm glad we're yeah. on the same page. We are. Uh, we are. And we've had... just lost all of the listeners. <laughs> oh, sorry. I guess you like, just had who? to be there. We went is, from five listeners five? to three with a three numeral instead of a T. And um, so anyway. Yeah. So okay. Um, so we're talking about. A game. Yeah. Um, so, GTA Five is here. If you didn't guess it, then you suck and should probably learn yeah. a bit more about gaming culture. But Especially yeah. considering the title of this podcast is probably going to be GTA Five. <laughs> <laughs> we could... I think a name for this episode should be something like Grand Theft Audio. Because, mm, you know... Because oh, we're fucking stealing the airwaves, n- Whoa! Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So it was in the game. I actually heard that somewhere. Or well, maybe I just made it up. I think you're just a racist. Fuck you! I'll race you. Anyway, it is. It is. So it, it is a complicated game in the sense that there is probably a lot of dialogue that you can't actually um, repeat to a lot of yes. people. So, um, particularly at work or at the dinner table. Um, but you can if so, you're stealing cars. I'm pretty sure the character Michael drops the C-bomb a lot. Mm. There was really? one, one part, actually, that made me laugh a hell of a lot. Um, and it does involve the C-word. And uh, it, it got dropped about, I think Trevor does it. He said it about four times in the matter of one sentence, which I've only ever heard you do, Matt. So I was pretty <laughs> impressed. I thought maybe they'd you know, ask for some assistance. <laughs> Matt, we really want to say the C word lots of times. How do we do that? We need a line of I... dialogue here. What can you do? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. No. I I think dropping a C bomb. You know, the C word's not nice, and it shouldn't shouldn't happen. I mean, nobody likes carbohydrates. It's just a bad word. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or carbon tax. Oh, topical. Or, <laughs> topical. or uh. Never been called that. 
cholesterol. Cream. cholesterol. Cream. There's a bad one. Crazy yeah. women. Uh, <laughs> sorry about this so, episode, guys. Yeah, we're trying to extend sorry. it a little bit. <laughs> we're off to a great start. So, so what have you been playing? <laughs> this is actually um, probably a, a unique episode because the three of us have all played GTA Five. Yes, that doesn't happen know, very often. No. So I think, um, well, I mean, it's not really going to be an hour or whatever of going, this game's fucking awesome, but it's probably, um, there's probably a lot of stories to share. Yeah. I've got some fucking, um, I've got some negative stuff to say about it. Bet you do, after your 54 hours of it. Yeah, we don't have to fucking kiss this game's ass. Enough people are kissing its ass. But it's nice to have a podcast where we all sort of, um, have the same game to talk about and the different perspectives and we can sort of, you know, all hold hands and have a bit of a cuddle at the end. I think that'd be lovely. <laughs> okay. Maybe not. So, um, because she had to be there. Yeah. Snap. Oh, snap. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we have all played GTA five and I have played 54 hours of it. And I don't know how much I've played of it, but I'm nearly finished the uh, the story. I, I'm up to the last actual thing now, which the is good. Heist. I think there's still a couple of missions after that. Oh, okay. That would make sense. But, yeah, I thought I was there. I actually thought because I were like a couple of nights ago I was playing it. It got really fucking late. I nearly dropped the controller on my foot, which is normally the thing that you know wakes me up to go to bed. Um <laughs> And uh, I'm like, oh, fucking saved it. And then, like, f- for a day or something, you know, two days till I played it again, I was like, God damn it, yes, I'm up to the last mission. And then it turns out that there was fuckloads left and, you know, I wasn't even there at all. And then the other little bits that I was doing were really boring. So I'd gone from elation to not so much. Ah. Mm. But it, it is a very long game. I've been kind of happy with... The length of it, but I'm also... I, I like a good length. Mm, it's more girth sometimes. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, I've, I've, you know, a lot of people, if you've listened to this very often or even not so often, um, would probably know that I don't play a hell of a lot of games and I very rarely play them at least you know, until the end of the story, let alone 100%. But it's kept me. It really has kept me the whole way through. It's got enough in it and I've been really happy with that ah, so you're a kept man that's actually really awesome because yeah you'd normally are just on the iPad and that's right um, or playing a bit of FIFA at your mate's place at midnight on a school night or something and, <laughs> that's the way um, or a bit of Battlefield 3 and it's never mm. really there's, you're not, there's very little commitment in gaming with yes. you very, yes. so very much so Interesting. But there's even been times when I actually just really want to get back into it. You know, like I I might not play, you know, for a day or whatever, and then I'm I'm getting edgy. It's like, fuck, I really want to go back and play this game. And there's enough in it to really make me want to do that. And, you know, I'm sure it'll get to the point where I'm just like, all right, I've done the storyline now that's, you know, apart from just driving around and ganking shit like a gangster. Um, there's not much point to go back to it, but uh, you know, 
I was pretty impressed. Pretty impressed. So I think they've done yeah. a really good job. And compared to, like, I, I didn't buy into the hype of it at all to begin with because with me and the past iterations of the game, I haven't really been that interested. Like even GTA 4, I tried a couple of times but I actually got pretty bored with them. Nobody uh, liked that game. Yeah, the, and we were talking about it with a couple of mates the other night and the, the ultra-realism of a lot of it became a real downside to it, like all the taxi missions and you know, just all the crap about getting a girlfriend and all that hey, shit. Hey, it's Roman. Let's go bowling. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's things like that that you, are good to kind of have, but if you don't want to do it, you don't fucking have to. And although there's still stuff in this game that they force you to do, um, which gets really fucking boring. Um, there we go. Yeah, there's the big one. Um, the bus trips, you know, things like that. But they're only small. They're not a major, major part of the game. Um, no. Which is kind of good. So I didn't particularly... I wasn't really, really excited for this to come out because I just thought it's going to be another fucking 10,000 hours of just something that I'm not going to be that interested in. And I'll lose interest really quick. And... I've got it, and I'm really happy I've got it. And I'm glad I've been playing it. Yeah. Mm. But it's been good fun. So that's that's my basic thoughts on it. And that's been episode 52. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, um... And how, how many... Actually, before we get to you, Matt, because you, you're going to monologue for a while <laughs> with your experience, but how many hours have you actually clocked with it, Lucas? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't looked. I've, I know okay. I'm at about sixty-four and a half percent, I think, of the game, um, yeah. which I hear Ball is park? about kind of average. I would say it's probably close to maybe fifty hours, forty okay. hours, because I've I've kind of been playing it twice as well. Because over at a mate's house, we've been playing it like past the controller kind of thing as well. Oh yeah, so, like doing mission by mission. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So. I've been playing it at home by myself, just doing what I want to do. And then, you know, we go over and when we're all just sitting around chatting and stuff, we'll just put on GTA and just fuck around with it. And, um, yeah, that's probably a good maybe 10 or 15 hours there as well. So at least yeah, right. probably 50 plus. Okay, cool. Now, Matt, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> um, this game called GTA Five, which sometimes has really fucking shit level design. <laughs> okay. So, um, obviously, what'd you say you're at? Sixty-six percent complete. You about that? Yeah, about sixty-five something. Like yeah, that. I um, I'm pretty sure I'm at like seventy-seven point five. I've been doing. Oh, did I say sixty-six? I meant seventy-eight. Hey, yeah. uh, not good a on competition. You. No, I um, I've been going through playing like so. Whenever there's a side mission available, I go and do it. And then I do all the side missions until all that's left is a story mission, and then I do the story mission, and then etc. etc. So I've done all the side missions so far. I'm up to the final heist as well. And um, yeah, man, some of the missions are just fucked. <laughs> uh, for example, there's Strangers and Freaks missions where they show up on your map as a question mark. Yeah. And they're generally not too bad. But I did one earlier where you buy this dock where there's a submarine and um, you can use the submarine to go and find nuclear waste around 
the island of San Andreas or whatever the fuck they reckon it is. And um, Santos. for everything that you find, every canister of nuclear waste, you get 23 grand. So it's a good way to make money early on, even though to buy the dock actually costs 200 grand. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. But as soon as you buy it, there is a Strangers and Freaks mission that shows up there and it's this woman who's like, oh, my husband was lost at sea, blah, blah, blah. Can you find all the parts of his fucking submarine? And so then you get in this dinghy and you have to drive this fucking boat around the island, stopping at parts on the map where it marks. And then you have to dive into the ocean and fucking find the parts. And I did it this afternoon and it took me like an hour and a half. At one point, I accidentally drove my boat onto the land. And you have to use that fucking boat. So then I had to go steal a car and push the fucking boat back in the water. So annoying. Right? Then I finished it. I was like, fuck yeah, finally finished. Go see the chick. She's like, oh yeah, here you go. Ten bucks. Nice. Are you fucking serious? She's like, yeah, I got to go. See ya. (laughs) So then I shot her with a shotgun and then the cops showed up. But anyway, so that mission was fucked. And then there's, um, there's an other... I'll try not to... Like, these are just side missions, so it's not really spoilery. But there's a series of missions where, uh, for this... um, They're like a parody of Scientology. It's called Epsilon. Cool. And to access them, you have to go on your phone in the game and visit the Epsilon website, and you fill out this little questionnaire, and then they ring you, and they're like, you should join us. And the missions are pretty fucking average, but they're like... Each time they speak to you, it's like, oh, you need to donate $500 to us. So you donate the money, and then it goes to the next one. It's like, oh, now you need to donate five grand, and then ten grand, and then you have to buy these robes that cost twenty-five grand, and you have to wear the robes for ten days. Ew. So yeah. it's cumulative, but the quickest way to do it is to go in your house, save at your bed, sleep. It takes six hours, so then you still have to do it 40 times. <laughs> And then you're like, sweet. It's like, yep, next mission. They're like, okay, rock up at this place, and uh, it's in the desert, and you have to walk in a, you have to walk around the desert for five miles until your character has walked five miles. Right. <laughs> I saw this picture. That yeah. You put on Facebook. So I just fucking put rubber bands on my controller. <laughs> just had him oh, walking yeah. around in a circle. Yeah, just had him <laughs> running in a circle. <laughs> because it's like the most fucking retarded mission ever. And then this mission's like, I did one earlier where you have to save a guy. And if you die in it, uh, before you start, you've got to get two of the three characters. So if, if you haven't played GTA V, there's three characters, Michael, Franklin, and Trevor, that you can interchange between, which is pretty fucking cool. That's a cool little mechanic. But um, on this one mission, you've got to move them, move two of them to certain positions before you can start attacking this building or whatever and if you die it resets you back to where you started and you've got to run to those fucking spots again yeah and they are pretty far away yeah which is shit so checkpointing Mm. i mean most of the time checkpointing checkpointing has been pretty good but sometimes it's fucked and driving two missions if they didn't have the taxi service it'd fucking drive me just wild Yeah, that's been a good thing actually, because you can uh, basically jump to the uh, to the thing by using the taxi. You just pay a little bit extra, and it just jumps to the uh, mm. to the spot, which is good. 
And if you buy the taxi service with one of your characters, that character doesn't even have to pay for the taxi anymore. Oh, cool. So, <clears throat> and there's a trophy. Which is annoying because I think you can only buy it with Franklin. Oh, is and, that right? Yeah, and he's the the one that actually has the perk for driving, basically. Oh, so it can yeah. fun. Yeah, that actually, those special abilities are pretty cool. Although Franklin's mm. is my favorite. It's where um, you press down L3 and R3 and it activates your ability. And Franklin's is to slow down driving. Michael's is to yeah. slow down shooting. And Trevor's is to go into like rage mode where he's fucking basically invulnerable, which is cool. But mm. um, I find I never ever use Trevor's and Michael's, but I always use Franklin's. Yeah, same. Yeah, there's only been a couple of times when I've used Michael's, and that's because they seem to actually, you know, like force you to use him in really hectic situations. Yeah, and but, then they like, pop up a thing going, "Oh, you don't forget, you have this fucking ability." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's right." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've all about that. After about three or four times of being shot in the face. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Or your wife being shot in the face. But yeah. Um, another thing that annoys me, I'm just going to be Mr. Negative about this game. It's a fucking awesome game, don't get me wrong, but it's far from perfect. So yeah. let's all stop sucking its dick. Okay, guys? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Some of the missions are boring as fucking dog shit. Okay, I've established that. Now, they have this whole system for modding cars where you can get armor for cars and fucking change your spoilers and body kits and fucking all this shit, get bulletproof tires. Awesome. Each character has their own car at the start of the game that they have through the whole game. If you steal a car, mod it, go and do a mission, the car's fucking gone. So you've just yeah. spent 60 grand modding it and then it's fucking gone because the mission made you grab another car and your original car's fucking gone skis. That yeah. happened to me actually just the other night, which really pissed me off because I, you know, basically just found a car that I really fucking liked, and I mean, there's a lot of cars in it, and some are good, some are kind of average, and there's a couple that actually fit just really well with the way I drive. So I finally found one of these cars, and I was just driving past the place, and I thought, fuck, I'm just going to drop in there and I'll go and you know, upgrade it. And I bought everything that I possibly could. Mm. And then on the way home, because uh, I was with I was Michael and I was going home to get in my garage so I can save it, but I pulled up into the driveway and there was the little yellow symbol, which is your uh. kind of stop point, and it forced me to stop before I even got to the fucking uh, into the garage. And then a cutscene started. And then yeah, you know, three annoying. or four minutes later when the game restarted again, it, uh, the car was gone. I was like, you fucking prick. Like, that shouldn't actually yeah. really happen. That's fucking shit. And the garage, the whole garage system. Like, you're, you have, each character has their own private garage. Plus, they have the garage at their house. The two mm. aren't interconnected. Like, yeah, sure, realistically... In real life, if you park a car in one garage, it's not going to be accessible from another. But for fuck's sake, it's a video game. Yeah. So if it's yours, it's yours. If it's your yeah. Okay. So, so you're like fucking miles away and you're like, oh, I really want to get that car that I've modded up and I saved in my private garage. You have to drive all the way to the fucking garage. Then you get there and you've got all these nice cars in there and you're like, which one should I take? Which one am I willing to fucking lose? The only way you can keep it is if I've discovered if you get... Um, killed by the cops or killed anywhere 
I think, or maybe it's just with the cops, I don't know. There's a vehicle impound where you can go and pay 250 oh, yeah, bucks right. to reclaim yeah, it, but yeah. it only holds two cars. So, um, yeah, but still, that's fucking frustrating. You should be able to access all your cars from wherever you want, I reckon. And they should fucking save. If you've saved it in a garage, it should automatically go back to the garage when you fucking leave it. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's not realistic, but for fuck's sake, what's the point of modding cars? Yeah, Yeah. it shouldn't be a big part of it. Because it is, you know, it can be quite a decent thing to do. You know, it's to go in and mod your car and Mm. get it to the way you want it to be. And it does make a massive difference to the car sometimes. Because a lot of them, as with all of the GTA games, the waiting on the cars is really way off um otherwise you know they'd probably spend way too much time and then they'd probably call it forza or something um Mm. but you can be driving around and all of a sudden the car just fucking flips out for no reason really and it turns out that there was just a little rise in the road or a little drop in the road and you're just going too fast Mm. but it, it becomes almost like you're you know driving a boat and all of a sudden you've just hit a little wave and the whole thing's just gone brr and you've just completely lost control. So by adding this kind of shit to it can completely fix that in the game mm. and I think that's really, really good. Like but a spoiler then, and lowering the suspension and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and putting better brakes on and all those types of things. It actually does make a physical difference. Mm. So you know, that's fantastic. But when they allow you to do that and then they fuck you over, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. They let you, the armor as well, um, because one of the things in this, I can't really remember GTA 4 in terms of the, um, the damage on vehicles, but on this, if you take too many knocks, you can actually snap the control arm on the front, front wheels. Yeah. So the wheel just locks in place. Mm. And so you'll be driving, you're just leaving a big black line behind you and you won't be able to steer one way. (laughs) It's pretty good. Actually, the first time it happens, you kind of don't know what's going on. Mm. And, and then you look at the car and you're like, wait a minute, that car, that fucking wheel's not spinning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, that's um, happened a lot. And I actually had um, a wheel come off the other day, Yeah. which I hadn't seen before. And I've <laughs> been driving for a fucking long time. I had a head of... on and knocked both wheels off one. Actually, I think I knocked <laughs> the whole fucking axis out and the guy died as well. <laughs> Because he fucking headbutted the steering wheel. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But I, I think one of the more fun things to do because you know you get to the point with the game like it it's pretty good for most of it but there's some sometimes throughout the game you get to a point where it's kind of hard to understand what your next move is supposed to be and it could be that you just don't have the right character so you've got to go and change to a different character um or whatever but you know it, it got to the point where i found i was way off in the hills somewhere and i had a really fucking fast car um I didn't know what the next move was supposed to be, so I just decided to start driving over the mountains, um, literally, (laughs) and try and get as much speed as you can and fly as far as you can. And um, it was good fun. I was really enjoying myself, and the cars take a fucking pounding. Um, You'd be surprised. Sometimes they fucking explode on impact. (laughs) Yeah, which has happened. Um, (laughs) But uh, the other thing I liked about it as well is I got to actually get a real good feel for... You know, the, in the game now, you can control it slightly in the air. So if you go off the side of the road or whatever and you've, you're airborne, um, you can actually control it while it's in the air a little bit. So yeah. you can land back 
facing the right way or whatever you and need on to do. And all four wheels. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is really good because you can actually send a car up in the air and then do like 360s and stuff and it becomes really good fun trying to just get to that. And uh, I think I think they've balanced it quite well because, you know, obviously some of the cars, like I said, are pretty shit. But when you do get that good car and you do get a really good feel for the way it drives and then you've got your mods and your upgrades on it, it, it is a really good game for driving compared to how shit uh, GTA 3 and in a lot of parts GTA 4 were. The driving has been fixed so much better, yeah. which I'm happy with. Very happy. Yeah. I mean, I have to say what I've found with it is um, certainly upgrading your car uh, is something that is very probably a good idea to do, um, particularly with a lot of the missions and even early on, they involve getting in your car and trying to outrun uh, either being chased or, you know, when you get your wanted stars and things. Because I find that the cops in this are pretty damn ruthless in comparison to older games. Yep, definitely. Where you could pretty much just keep driving and they just keep chasing you and whatnot. But in this, they come from all directions and they just ram into you out of nowhere. Mm. And it can, you know, spin your car out of control and, you know, things like that. And I, I think that's sort of one of the frustration points I've had with the game so far. I mean, I haven't had too much time to really sit down and, and play through it, but um, as far as the Michael missions go, I'm up to the point where he's chasing after the tennis coach and then oh, yeah. some some goons come after him. And I think the third attempts I've tried to do it, they've basically been able to shunt my car and my car, its the wheel's gotten caught on something and I'm stuck and I'm running the basically just spinning the tires because I'm stationary or I can't move it or something. And it's just gotten to that point where it's like, ah, fuck, you know, because <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah, it stopped being fun. So when I did finally uh, come back to the game a few hours later, I basically got a taxi and just started doing taxi missions just to try and learn the city a bit better as well. But um, I actually have found that pretty much every GTA game so far the cabs actually have the best handling out of probably all the cars without needing to mod it or anything like that. And even one of the taxi missions, uh, the guy that I had picked up to take somewhere, he wanted to go in the woods and I thought, oh, God, this sounds sus. But, you know, it's just not that kind of game, unfortunately. But, you well, know, you'd I'm be fucking dirt. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like... I'm on this dirt track and all this thing driving up to the mountains and it's like, oh, yeah, this is cool, except I sort of lost control and rammed into a tree and, of course, he freaked out because, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, hit a few other cars in the in the meantime and he's like, oh, fuck this, you've damaged it too much, you're going to kill me. And he, he took off and I'm thinking, dude, it's the middle of the woods, you'll be running for miles, but whatever. <laughs> and then um, my car slipped off and sort of almost landed in the water itself and I'm like, oh, shit. And so, you know, just driving it. And the fucking cab drives vertically. Oh, sorry, oh. Sorry, hang on. 
horizontally that's it <laughs> shut up i'm tired but you know over this big rock and i'm thinking man it's a cab and it's all canyonero and i love it and then um i slipped <laughs> off the other side and fell in the river rapids and i'm like sweet my cab's a canoe and then it got stuck and i couldn't do anything else with it i had to get out and i was swimming away but um yeah i i will get back and do the missions but i just you know, as much as I love a good length, you know, I saw the map of it and I'm like, that's huge. And it was awesome because, you know, it's like one of the biggest things I've seen in a long time. And I just thought, <laughs> wow, just this shit everywhere. And I've just been setting waypoints to like one end of the map to the other and just driving. And it takes me 20 minutes to drive from one point to the other. And yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So, but, um, my driving skills are pretty awful. And I find that um, it doesn't take much to kill you. Like if you're if you're fanging a car at top speed and it smacks into, I don't know, a tram or a bus, you're pretty much dead mm-hmm. straight away. Whereas that never happened in games before. I fucking yeah. stole off a car, fully modded it, called up Franklin, I was playing as Michael, called up Franklin, I was like, oi, let's hang out. Went and picked him up because I was trying to do. There's like different things around the map that you can do, like playing darts and shit like that. Yeah. And they all count towards 100% game completion. So I'm like, I need to do this. So the only darts fucking thing that I could see was in the desert. So I pick up Franklin from his house, start driving. As soon as I get on the fucking highway in this car, I rear ended another car, went straight through the windscreen and died. Died, yeah. I was like, are you fucking serious? I I had one where I was on the I was on a little motorbike and I was oh, weaving Oh, motorbikes are the fucking worst. <laughs> and some fucking car just decides to change lanes, didn't bother looking, and just smacks into me. I go flying off, and I landed in a bus. Is it wasted? And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just like it's way too. Um, it's way too technical like that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care how realistic games want to be. Stop taking the fun out of it because I'm sick of dying in video Mm. games. God. Mm. But, um, uh, the game really does take a real, uh, immature side out of me. I, I will admit this. Um, I do forget how old I am sometimes and, um, (laughs) Like, the whole sel- uh, idea of being able to take selfies. And, you know, when I saw that, I'm like, who cares? Whatever. Oh, and really? then... I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can take selfies. So, um, naturally, when I first got Chop, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, cool, you know. Where's he going? Come back. You know, and I'm mm. running after this dog. And I'm like, why is he wiggling? Because I wasn't wearing my glasses when I was playing, even though I've got a 46-inch television and I sit a metre away from it. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and he's, you know, getting his shaky shake on. And um, and I'm like, holy shit, he's humping another dog. And then I went to get the camera out on my phone to take a selfie of, like, me and these dogs humping behind me. But it, it put a cinematic on. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> and then I'm like, how old are you, Susie? Come on. Like, <laughs> like you've never seen a dog humping another dog before. And the fact that it's in a video game, you think it's hilarious. And you want to take a photo of you in and front I wanted of it. to take a photo of it. <laughs> 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 so, um, but, um, uh, and just 
on a side note there, um, it keeps talking about something called iFruit, uh, oh, which yeah. is the smartphone app. And, you know, it kept coming up on the screen saying, oh, you can put it on your smartphone. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, you know, my phone's not really that smart because it, the screen shattered on me last week and I don't think that was very smart at all. But, <laughs> you know, and I thought, oh, fuck, whatever. Apparently you can train the dog and do lots of things on this this app. Um looking at I went to the you know the download section of like Rockstar games and I'm looking through and I'm thinking okay where's the link and I go to Google Play and I'm like okay there's one there and it's not by Rockstar and it's by some oh, yeah. weirdo that's not on five parts yeah, no not on Android yeah. okay thank you punchline man that's oh, where I was okay. heading yeah there you go because I, I did the same I thing I went and got it and I started looking at it and it's like, oh, there's only like six photos or some shit in there and that's it. And yeah. then I, I, it actually put me off getting it on the, um, on the iPad because I thought oh, if it's the same fucking thing, I'm just going to be pissed <laughs> off. And I didn't end up getting it for ages. And, well, I lie, sorry. I ended up still getting it like a day or so later. But um, <laughs> when I finally actually tried to log in and get a social club membership and all that kind of shit, it kept crashing. Because every fucking man and his dog in the world was trying to do it, yeah. And you know, here comes the uh, the plague of you know such popular games, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, can't get it on Android, and I discovered that a couple of days ago. So I'm like, damn it, I can't train this dog. Um, and apparently some other stuff, which I have no yeah, idea. And it's, it's not like, really that. I don't fun. know what it is, and it's upsetting me. <laughs> It might be quite good to uh, keep track of your stock and all that kind of crap, but you've got to be pretty serious about it to want to do all that. Oh, I'm looking at it right now, and it's fucking... (laughs) It's what? It's shit. The chop thing... The chop thing... Right, so this is what's on there, on the iPad, right? Los Santos Customs for customising your cars... It doesn't actually show you what the customizations look like. It's just a list, and you select them. You click order, and it puts it into the fucking game for you. Awesome. Although you can um, set a number plate for your characters. You know, that was one thing I read, um, or one of the things when I was finding out why I couldn't get iFruit. And I saw some person comment on it saying it's so unfair all the android users aren't going to get first dibs at their number plates i'm like you fucking dickhead if that's all you're worried about like i tried to get drop bear but it was already taken i don't know can they stop taking shit seriously no video games Susie. video games it's Susie's business (laughs) it's a real talent and skill apparently in linkedin (laughs) (laughs) shut up just because that's what mine says no but i mean really like just to see someone whinge to that point i think man you're just whinging because Mm. i don't know go kick your toe on something (laughs) go and stand up a lego so anyway (laughs) basically this all this fucking app has is the ls customs thing Chop the Dog, which is a bunch of shitty mini games that are pretty fucking shit. They are really <laughs> shit, actually. They're fucking shit, <laughs> man. Uh, settings, which is awesome. It's just settings for the app. <laughs> it's really interesting, guys. And then there's, there's one called GTA 5, which just brings up the GTA 5 webpage. 
social <laughs> social club I'm pretty sure just brings up the social club webpage and then there's links to buy the fucking iOS apps for GTA Vice City and GTA 3 hells yeah so pretty much it's all the same stuff really that I couldn't sort of do now except for the mini games and you don't customize really fucking number. need it at all unless you want another plate but someone already probably took what you want oh yeah, you might as well just fucking blow up your house. Yeah, what? Where, I'm going to get a box of Lego and just jump on it. Fuckers. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, rock, there's a link to Rockstar Store as well, so you can buy merchandise. T-shirts yeah, and shit. Speaking shit. of which, um, so we're talking, what were we talking about? Things that gamers bitch about yeah. and um, and things <laughs> that they picture. <laughs> And that's uh, just putting it mildly. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we can keep talking about GTA 5. <laughs> but let's talk about GTA Online. But not for long, because none of us have played it, because it doesn't fucking work yet. Uh, it went live last night at 9pm in Australia. And um, apparently some people have managed to get online to play it. It's um, It's a classic online game issue where they fucking didn't anticipate the number of people who would be trying to play their fucking wildly popular game. Isn't that what they said about SimCity? Yeah, so... so No, 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 no. It's not what they said about SimCity. It's what EA said about SimCity. And everybody knows that EA's the devil. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so when that happened, the SimCity thing, everyone went and blew up Deluxe. They were like, this is fucking bullshit, EA... Uh, fucking shit, you dropped the ball. You knew how many pre-orders there were, so you had to know what the server load would be. Rockstar does it, everyone's like, oh no, it's okay. Whenever you're ready, we'll play it. <laughs> Fuck off. You yeah, when you're ready, bitch. Rockstar, just flop it out. My lips are ready. That's pretty much what it is. It's fucking annoying <laughs> as fuck, because... Very vivid. It's, it's, it's <laughs> just bullshit. Like... <laughs> It sold, okay, within, what, three days, it had made a billion dollars? Uh, GTA Five in sales, it had made a billion dollars in the first three days, which, by the way, is, I think, Call of Duty Black Ops 1 or 2 mm-hmm. was the highest selling, the fastest selling game prior to it, and it yeah. made a billion dollars in 10 days or 14 days. I think it was yeah. 10 days. So GTA Five blew it out of the water. Clearly, most of them, it made eight hundred million in the first day. It's pretty nuts. Which is all pre-orders, right? So they knew yeah. exactly how many fucking people had this game, and yeah. they had to assume that with the giant push on GTA Online, like being pimped on fucking trailers and shit. Oh yeah, we're probably gonna have what? What? How? How do you anticipate that? Do you go fifty percent of people are gonna use it? Or, oh, no, I should probably maybe sold 100 million copies. We'll say 20 million people might try to play it. So let's buy a server that can fit seven people in it, and we'll see <laughs> if we you know, get to that. And then they play catch-up. Oh, but wait, if you can get online, apparently there's heaps of fucking issues that they're, yeah, they're working on them. They're fixing them. That's fine. In their but own that time. Should, that should, the game online, GTA Online was not fucking live on the game at launch. It but was you know, two or three weeks after. Two you weeks know why after. it happened though, Matt? 
You know why? It's because Rockstar was so drunk <laughs> from all the money that they'd made back that they was they picked up the drop bear gaming stats and not the actual GTA <laughs> yeah, on, maybe. like online stats. <laughs> and they went, Oh, seven people. Alright. <laughs> and then, you know, that's that's what it was. Meanwhile, we've got like server capacity for, you know, 800,000 kajillion people and it's like, wow. It's like throwing a sausage down a hallway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Matt, you big prude. I'm, look, I'm just wondering why the fuck did they not have a beta to test not only server loads but apparently there's heaps of bugs where people are, like the game's freezing halfway through your fucking the first race that you do on online, because the online has its own storyline as well, apparently. And, because if oh, they had a beta and it's still fucked up, then people would be saying you had a beta and you still couldn't get your shit together. Yeah. Because that's what they also said to EA when the SimCity thing happened as oh, well. Yeah, that's true. It's usually what happens. So it's better to probably, my guess is it's probably better to play safe and go, oh, you know, we'll just, we'll just, Whatever. Just um, make sure the game fucking works before you release it. Yeah. That's a pretty good strategy. None yeah. of this day one patch bullshit. <laughs> but it is pretty funny how, like, at night time, like, even last night I got on and the thing, the little blip thing came up saying there are 26 people playing this online right now, on my friends list right now. And I'm like, I've never seen a game with that many people online all at once playing the same game. It's like, good, everyone's eh? so different. It's pretty awesome. And then, you know, I got this message after I logged on and it said, um, hey, you want to play some COD? And I'm like, ha, 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 bitch, please. <laughs> no, not really, but, you know. Well, I thought it was like, funny too. Speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of those little pop-ups, I, I was playing it last night as well and I got a message that uh, a friend of mine had just finished the last heist it just popped oh, yeah. up um it looked like it was kind of because throughout the game you get messages on your little phone thing and it just pops up in the little corner section to tell you yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going on and uh yeah it popped up and said this had happened and i was like oh okay fuck that's pretty cool and i sent him a quick message and i said oh did you just finish the game and he wrote back and he goes no i'm not even playing it and i'm like well that's fucking weird then isn't it you know, why is it telling me that you've just finished it? And I'd, by that stage, I'd been playing it for maybe two hours or three hours, so it wasn't like it. I just turned it on and it was just telling me something that had happened the you know, day before or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of like, that's really weird. I wonder why it's telling me. It didn't make any sense. But uh, yeah. A bit of a lag or something? Well, he hasn't finished it, so well, it was just fucking good, making it up. Because I got a little pop-up like that saying so-and-so has been wasted 10 times already. And I'm thinking, okay, if someone else gets that message from me because that's likely to happen, like, you know, she's been wasted like 50 times. <laughs> um, at least I'll be like, nah, nah, it's a glitch. Nah, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just tell them to <laughs> listen to this episode. My head. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, you know. So... Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, I do. In particular about GTA Five. Some of the comments that are in it, I've been finding a a lot of fun. Um, And I was saying to this 
to Matt just before. I think they've really done a good job of trying to bring back, um, you know, a real kind of, you know, fun banter between the characters. Like when you're actually sitting there just watching the, uh, you know, just just watching some of those cutscenes and interactions and shit like that. There's enough in it that normally it does keep you wanting to watch them. Um, yeah, and I've I've actually found myself because I, I find you know so I'm, so I'm sitting on the couch upstairs and normally playing it at night, so I put the headphones on, and um, I, I quite often find myself just laughing, and I'm just sitting there just laughing out loud, and then I'm sitting there going fuck that's probably really loud like echoing down the hallway, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah I I don't really ever do that in games anymore. Um, and it's pretty rare that something happens in a game that really gives you any emotion, whether it's happy or sad. Um, and I think when I do find that happen in a game, it, I do actually really pay attention to it. And, um, yeah, it's happened in this multiple times, at least probably once every time I've played it, I've found something in there that something said, or it's normally with my, uh, you know, sense of humor. It's normally quite inappropriate. Um, but it, it happens all the time. And they've done a really good job of putting that in there because life is like that. You know, people make inappropriate comments so that other people will laugh. And the fact that they've done it in this and it it is only there for the comedic value. There's no, you know, you can take it with a grain of salt kind of thing, but it, it is only there. Like, I was saying to Matt before that one of my favourite parts that I've seen so far is Trevor, who cracks me up all the time because he's fucking rude as hell. Um, he rocks up at Franklin's place and Franklin's aunt's out the front and you only really see her a couple of times in the game and she seems to be wanting to get her life back on track and she's yeah. starting to exercise and all these types of things. And anyway... Um, Trevor is just a real womanizer and he rocks up and he's like, well, hello, hey, baby. And then he just pulls out this like wad of cash kind of thing and just hands it to her. And um, he's like, you should, you know, go and get yourself something nice. And she's like, oh, wow, that's really good. I thank you. And then he turns and starts talking to Franklin. And the girl's like, the lady's just counting the money. And she goes, hang on a fucking second. There's only $7 here. What the fuck is this? Why did you give this to me? And he goes, he just turns around like instantly angry and he goes, I told you to get yourself something nice, not fucking expensive. Now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 I fucking lost it. I was fucking holding my stomach on the couch. That is fucking classic. He's a and, quality dude. Yeah, he really is. And the amount of times he said shit like that that just is completely, you know, out of the ordinary and psychopathic. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I've I've had a lot of fun, and that's probably, like I said, that's probably for me the one <laughs> thing that's actually stood out that's really made me laugh. Yeah, but, I got one for you. Yeah, all right, Trevor as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's um he's at Franklin's house and he's yelling at him about something going off. Oh, he he jumps over a fence and stacks it and eats shit. And Franklin starts <laughs> that's laughing. That's right. Yeah, that's funny. Franklin starts laughing and, and Trevor gets up and he's like, is this how you fucking behave? You fucking laugh? I thought we were friends. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Going off at him and Franklin's like, well, dude, I'm sorry. It was just a fucking, it was a little bit funny. He's like, fuck you. I'll fucking end you. Ra rah, rah. 
And then they talk, and he's like, he's still angry, and Franklin's trying to calm him down, and then he's just like, I'm an asshole. I have, I had a fucking bad childhood. <laughs> yeah, my father was bad to me when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. And then they finish talking, and he starts leaving, and he's pissed off still, because he calmed down, and then he got pissed off again. And as he's leaving, this gangster guy walks past him, and Trevor turns around and goes, what the fuck did you just say? And then just King hits this guy <laughs> and then leans down and yells in his face, asshole! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then just walks off. He's a fucking maniac. Yeah, he is. He is. But the good thing about it is that it's a major part of the storyline too, mm-hmm. that he is like that. And you know, it, it, the way that they've written all that shit in is really fucking well done. Mm. And you know, to be able to write... A movie where that happens is fine, but when you have to incorporate that into a hundred hours of fucking, you know, dialogue and all that kind of shit, um, it becomes really fucking well melded together. And I've thought that that's been pretty good. One of the cool things that I sort of found with GTA Five that you know was sort of one of those nice little enjoyment moments. Um, when I was exploring the map and I went and found one of the cable cars and rode that up to the top, um, I, yeah, it's really nice sort of just standing up there and you look at the view and you just see just how big the world is there. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of took a few steps around and I was sort of at that time of night where it's, you know, the sun's gone and it's that evening, um, you know, the evening part where it's starting to get darker and darker. And then I heard, um, you know, that sound that was like, and I went, am I playing Red Dead Redemption or something? (laughs) And these fucking, you know, coyotes just appeared and and everything like that. And I accidentally ran one over in my bike and um, (laughs) I felt kind of bad about it, but apparently they'll attack you. So um, the mountain lions are what you got to fucking worry about. Yeah. Uh, just out of nowhere or if they hit you once you're dead yeah so, so um so that was nice. them around. And then, mm. yeah and then um riding up uh towards the vinewood sign there's um a deer or something um, yeah it's just like just the nature in the game is just fantastic mm-hmm. i found well that that was uh, really interesting like segue because what i was going to say as well about it is that you know night and day can make a difference when you're doing missions as well um Mm. there was one part where you've it's a sniping section basically and you're being yelled at to take these dudes out and at night time i couldn't see any of these guys and they keep saying oh they're over here they're over here and I'm trying to like look on the little map and everything and I couldn't see where these guys were. It took me a while. Um, mm. But then when I was playing it again, doing the, you know, change the, uh, pass the controller mission for mission thing, it came, it came to that as well and it was during the day and it was so much easier. Um, yeah, really. I, wasn't, I wasn't controlling it and I wasn't trying to tell anybody, you know, the, the person who was playing what was happening. But, yeah, he just did it straight away. You could see where the guys were and it made a big difference and we got through that part really quickly. And it struck me as kind of strange because I guess 
it does make a big difference. Like there are some sections in the game, some missions where they have to be done at night. So therefore it's just part of what happens. Like it'll skip that day or whatever and, you know, then it'll be night and then you have to do that mission. Um, yeah. But yeah, apart from that, it you know, it, it does make a big difference. And if it's a, a section where you're driving, for instance, and you know, it's part of a mission, doing it during the day can be a lot easier than doing it at night because you can't see at night. And you know, distance and all those kinds of things are done pretty well, but you're still, you know, it's not 3D like reality is. So judging distances between cars can be a bit difficult sometimes, especially at night time. Mm. But anyway. Yeah. The weather um, as well is good like that as, as well with when it's raining. When it's raining, yeah, it makes you, a big difference. You totally notice your car handling fucking completely differently. And also um, I was doing that one, that mission I mentioned earlier, looking for the submarine parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And every time I, it started raining while I was fucking driving around in my boat, jump out of the boat to go dive down and then I swim up to go to the boat and the fucking stormy waves and shit <laughs> kept pushing the boat away from me faster than I could swim to it. <laughs> Which, yes, it's realistic, but it's fucking annoying. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Mm. So there's a the thing. But the uh, the other thing you mentioned before, like just the that attention to worldly details of adding little animals and sounds and things like that, um, because I've got the head, the headphones on when I'm playing it mostly, there's no other noise. Like it, it's just that. And um, one of the things that struck me as kind of strange, but a good thing to put in there is when you do park your car and you get out, you hear the tinking of the engine and things like that, um, yeah. which they didn't have to add because obviously that's, you know, not something that happens all the time anyway. But if you strap a car and then you park it somewhere or you park it in your garage or something, you can actually stand next to it and hear the engine cooling down. And it's going through that same kind of you know, process that happens when you get out of a car. You, know, you hear a car cooling down when it's hot. And, um, yeah, I thought that was fucking awesome, just a little thing that they put in. And the cars sound different as well, which I've been testing since you know, I heard it the first time. And different cars with different types of engines do sound different. And I thought that was pretty cool too. But I haven't haven't been able to tell yet if uh, if you do you know, take it easy in a car or don't drive a big distance you know big distance sorry um, how different the noise is compared to if you've just strapped a car or had to drive it halfway across the bloody map because yeah. that'd be different too. And the more times you take knocks on it as well, it changes it, and eventually they um sometimes the engine just cuts out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I found that, yeah, if you if you don't take good care of the cars, like in previous games where you could pretty much just do whatever you wanted until it burst into flames, and mm. then, of course, you just run away from it. But <laughs> Get another um, one. <laughs> even just a few bumps and scrapes can cause, like, a tyre to blow out, and then, or, you know, you damage the engine or something, and it sits there spluttering, and you're travelling at about 2Ks an hour, pissing yeah. everyone off, and it's just... <laughs> And it can just happen over time if you don't do anything about it. So it's mm. sort of – there's certainly a lot more consequences, I think, this time around. You know, by far – by all means, it's not a perfect game at all. But I'm the things that happen in it, I think it's been a long time since I played a game and went, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, well, that's the interesting thing about it. Like GTA 4 came out 
pretty early on in the in the life of the 360 and the PS3, yeah. and in comparison to that, between that and like San Andreas, which was the last one before that, right? Mm. The fucking step up was ridiculous, and so they obviously Rockstar have this like even GTA 3 basically set that that started sandbox open world games, you know, 3D yeah. games. And so they have this um this sort of reputation of of doing these things. And then you look at GTA 5 coming out basically at the fucking end of the life of the 360 and the PS3 and compare it to even GTA 4. Like yeah, there's not as many um groundbreaking changes in the game to make it, you know, redefine the gaming world like it had with uh mm. with even yeah. GTA 3 and GTA 4 but um just this this you can see things that they've done that are just like taking it above and beyond and and people who look at it and go well the graphics don't look that good i mean the games cuz really if you're driving really fast you notice aliasing and texture popping a little bit mm. mm-hmm. but it's pretty rare. If you look at the scope of the fucking game, you can't really get shitty at them. No, that's right. For yeah. not having fucking Battlefield 3 style graphics, you know what I mean? Well, Susie was saying before about, you know, standing on the cliff and, you know, watching the sunset basically. Um the when you're playing the game, you're so caught up in the center of the screen basically, uh, and what you're doing right then and there, but when you get a chance to watch someone else play, it's almost like you know, being in a passenger in a car you know, on the same trip that you've made a thousand times, um, you just start noticing stuff. Like you're looking around and there's beautiful stuff everywhere. Mm. And they've done a, an amazing job of creating an entire world and, you know, an entire world that's completely open for you right from the very start. You know, right as soon as you basically put the game on, you can walk out your house grab a car and just drive mm. and just go and find your way around this universe that they've built. And it's cool because it has so many different sections and they all actually make sense. Like the way that, you know, cities are developed, I suppose, are done in a way where you've got an industrial area and then you've got your, you know, more residential areas and then you've got your different kind of socioeconomic kind of areas and, and things like that. And there's little sections in the actual city that are more grungy and it's just a mm. little section but it's still there and you know all that kind of shit that had to have been developed over the life of the GTA you know series um they've almost perfected that being able to do it um and even the roads and stuff the way they're developed within the cities um if you look at some of the more successful cities in the world um like for instance Paris and and uh, London to a certain extent, the way that they've been built is to be able to keep traffic flow easy and um, you know have certain directions going to certain things and you know it, it it's actually a pretty in depth way of of town planning I suppose um, and in this they've done a perfect job of it it's a really interesting section or you know part of the game that you probably would never even consider. But, yeah, but then you were saying as well the other stuff that they've introduced. There are parts of it that 
are from you know like the LA Noir series and from even Red Dead Redemption and you know things like that that they've learnt along the way and have been able to incorporate in this as well and it's almost almost a coming together of all these amazing things that they've done and they've put it all together and 99% of the time it actually worked and like you say if you're really going fast or you know there's something else going on then you can see the texture popping and shit like that but it doesn't happen that much Mm. it's pretty tight that's the thing about it as well like like you're saying in the city you've got your different class areas you've got the ghetto and then the industrial areas and your upper class vinewood area yeah. where all the rich people live and then even beyond that you've got the vinewood hills where you know it's all really rich houses and stuff but then as you go out you go you go to the like grapeseed i think is the name of the town in the desert one of the towns mm. and that again is completely different. It's got like all the trailers and everything like that, a real mm-hmm. fucking completely different sort of ecosystem. And then you've got, you know, all the mountainous areas. Like, okay, a lot of the space in the map is not accessible by foot, but when you fucking get a plane and you start flying over it, mm. you notice how fucking amazing it looks. There's no, There's no dead space in terms of the design of it from a... Yeah, like, topographical kind of... From a, an aesthetic point of view, I guess. Like, because obviously you've got the the Mount Chiliad or whatever it is, the big fucking mountain. And yeah, you're not going to be using... You're probably not going to step on every part of that mountain. Mm. But you can see it from everywhere and it looks fucking amazing. And if you fly... You climb, go up the top of it on a fucking cable car, parachute off it, you know what I mean? Mm. And, you know... There's so much fucking space, whereas you get some games where they try to do that and they don't utilize the space as well as Rockstar have. And by the way, there's no fucking load screens either. Yeah, that's true. You just true. drive and drive and drive. Yeah. yeah. That was actually, I, I, as soon as I got the game, I put it in and I was excited to play. And as per normal, it had to install and it took fucking ages to install. And then there was an update and all that kind of shit. But that whole time it was installing the entire disc, which it's only one disc as well. On the um, PS3. Uh, yeah, is it two on the Xbox? Yeah, there's, on yeah, the Xbox is. there's an install disc and then a play disc. And apparently uh-huh. the way they've done it is um, to cut you off. <laughs> it's sure. like, um, <laughs> so you install the first disc and then it, they use the bandwidth of the 360's power to sort of jump between what's installed and what's on the play disc. So there was an issue there was an issue with it at launch where if you installed both discs on your drive and tried to run it like that, it would cause okay. loading issues and, and choking and lag and stuff like that because it was trying yeah. to fucking jump load both things. Well yeah. it, it was trying to load both lots of stuff off the hard drive when it's been programmed to, to work off the hard drive and the disc. Yeah. So you don't you don't get that bottleneck. You get two bottlenecks sort of thing, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. The, trans- yeah. the transition from installing to playing was actually very smooth on the 360, I found, because you basically get, um, on the when you when you get the install disk, it's not like installing a normal game to the hard drive. It's actually, it you play the install disk, and oh, wow. it basically has this splash screen that's just got all the different... Um, 
arts of the game that you, you see on the Rockstar page. It's like the wallpapers and things like that. And it's got this really nice background music that just sits there and it just sort of floats these images across the screen. Um, so it's really, you know, you're not staring at a bar that's installing basically you're just sort of watching all the splash images and and hearing the nice music and then even when that's done it says now put the next disc in and it just goes so it's not um really something different i found so that's that's what i was about to say is once you get over that and you're installed and you're playing on the ps3 um yeah there's very rarely a, a break you just mm. don't have to, you know, sit there for a while waiting for something to happen. Sure, like there's some bits that, you know, I guess slow the game down. Like when you yeah. complete a mission, you know, there's a pop-up that gives you the information of what you've just completed. But, you know, that can take maybe five seconds. And yeah. in the meantime, you're still driving or you're still walking or you're still, you know, doing whatever. Um, but, yeah, you have to wait for that to move before you can actually carry on. So... Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've, I've really enjoyed that. I think you know, making you know, load screens and uh, you know doors opening as it loads and all that kind of crap. Uh, they've done a much better job. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I'd give it about a nine. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say give that. it a solid nine at least. Yeah, I mean, I you know, there's two games now or almost two games now that I will finish this year. And I haven't done that in a fucking long time. Um, especially games, you know, obviously the other one was the last of us, but that was, you know, 14, 15, 16 hours. Um, and now this has been two days or more, um, of solid gameplay. And that, that's pretty fucking cool. So I reckon definitely a solid nine from me. Yeah, I actually forgot you played video games, Lucas. I thought I thought <laughs> so you were just here as a groupie. You know? I just carry the uh, big heavy speakers. Want me to, you know, sign your, you know, sign your boobies? <laughs> <laughs> Are you offering to sign mine? Yeah. Cool. Fuck yes. Groupie. Yeah. Uh, tag I'll, along. I'll get and... the sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll go and get it tattooed. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> I'll never wash it again. Gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that pretty much covers what you can sort of cover in an hour because, yeah, like I said, it's huge. Um, I'm sure we'll talk, well, Lucas and I were talking about um, doing another episode when we finish the game. Yeah, which is not going to be too far because I think we're both at the With some spoilers and stuff like that, so. Uh, I'll never, I won't even be on that episode. (laughs) You can be on it, you'll just get heaps of spoilers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'll just sit there with my fingers in my ears going, la, la, la. (laughs) Although, we were going to do a spoiler (laughs) podcast about The Last of Us and that never fucking happened. (laughs) So, don't hold your fucking breath, guys. (laughs) Yes, it's always a bad idea. Anyway, so yeah, GTA Five is decent. Some things are fucked in it, but you get that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking but get it and enjoy it. I think it. you you wrap that up pretty well, saying you look at the scope of the entire game, and it's much. There's much more good stuff than there is irritating yeah. or bad stuff. Exactly. Much, yeah. much and more. if you get bored of it, go outside for once, you fuckers. 
Yeah. Or just, I don't know, troll a forum at Rockstar and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that in the game too. There's, uh, there's <laughs> trolling and there's... Um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it is a very funny story because it's a big piss take on so many things. There's... Yeah great stuff in it like the iFruit which is the iPhone and you know the big speech the guy gives about how they've basically just fucked the whole world because of these things that they bring out and then explained it very very detailed and in depth Um, it makes a lot of sense you know like you just politically it's got a message and Mm. I I like um, when I'm playing as Michael and I go to his house which is in the rich area and I pull in the driveway and I see someone walking down the footpath, some fucking pretentious asshole on their phone going like, oh my God, I can't believe that shit. Yeah. I just jump out of the car and walk over and fucking punch them in the fucking head and <laughs> kill them in one punch. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I just, so, I love my terrible like driving that. skills and I haven't even, like, they can, they act like I've actually hit them and there was such a clearance and just in the faint distance that sort of trails off getting called a <laughs> cocksucker and yeah. it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's another thing we forgot to mention, the skills. As you're playing, you, you get skill points, which is a thing, yeah. bring a, like that's a throwback to San Andreas where you could go yeah. to the gym and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, as you play more, as you drive around more, your driving skill goes up in game and you actually do notice a difference like if you're flying a plane and your flying skills real low like trying to fly a helicopter or something and it's real fucking hard to keep it steady <clears throat> same thing with cars if you lose traction while you're driving and your driving skills really low there's way less chance that you're going to be able to recover from it whereas when you've got maxed out driving skill you whip it around a corner and start to oversteer you can fucking catch it it doesn't just go into this uncontrollable bloody spin down the road. Yeah. Oh, so. I can't wait for when I get that. <laughs> uh, Franklin's, oh, when you start playing as Franklin, he um, his driving skill starts pretty high already. Because obviously his, um, his special ability is to slow down time, which is fucking handy when you need to not crash into people. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. All right. I can't think of anything else to talk about. I want to play it more now. So. <laughs> All right, go and play it. Go and play it. Oh, yeah, I fe- I've got a fighter jet from the army base in my hangar, and so I've got my PS3 <laughs> here, and Lucas is going to come and fucking blow some shit up. <laughs> Rad. Damn, Can I yeah. come too? <laughs> <laughs> the first time I got a fighter jet, I crashed into the fucking mountain next to the army base. <laughs> Because I was used to flying the jets and stuff, the normal jets that you get from the airport, and they're kind of slow. I mean, they're fucking fast. But then you get in a fighter jet, and you're just like, fuck yeah. And then you do a sharp turn, you're fucked <laughs> immediately. You're like, holy fuck, what the hell? Barrel roll into the fucking mountain. Well done. And then you get eaten by a mountain lion or something. No, you just get fucking incinerated with jet fuel. <laughs> All right. It so, mm. uh, why, is... why don't people email us or post on the comments on our thread for this episode and tell us some of your favourite parts about GTA 5 so far without spoilers if you can avoid it. No spoilers. And you can even join our online crew. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, if you um, go to social, what the fuck's the website called? <laughs> Socialclub.rockstargames.com uh, social forward slash crew forward slash drop bear gaming with underscores in between each word. So drop underscore bear underscore gaming. You can join our fucking crew and you can play with us. It's not console specific, so you can join the crew whether you're on 360 or PS3, PS3. or PC when it eventually comes out. Yeah. So I think we can cause havoc. Yeah. yeah. We can play online together, potentially. One day. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should uh, email Rockstar their actual numbers so they don't get confused with the drop band numbers again. Yeah, well, an idea. hopefully by the time this podcast's out, <laughs> they might have got <laughs> people the people be sick of Yeah, and GTA <laughs> 6 will be out. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> anyway. So, email good. us at podcast at dropbeardgaming. Follow us on twitter.com slash dropbeardgaming. Like us on Facebook slash dropbeardgaming. It's all slash dropbeardgaming. That's um, it. I am Susie. That was Lucas. That was Matt. You know who they are. So always look up. That's my <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we've come up with a fucking slogan. In episode fifty-two. What is it? Always look up. Always look up. Yeah, because drop bears be around. Ah, uh, yeah, it's totes. Totes. yeah. Totes. See, it's, it's work. It's, it's maybe in another fifty episodes it will have caught on. <laughs> Just keep saying it. <laughs> I guess you, you just to had there. to be there. <laughs> 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 All right. Good night. Take it easy. Ciao.